This is an RNZ podcast. Now, as we mentioned earlier, publicly funded Māori media have also been under review for a long time now. The Māori Media Sector Shift Review was launched in 2018 by the Māori Development Minister at that time, Nanaia Mahuta. Now, in 2019, she recommended things like a one-stop shop for Māori broadcast news that pleased very few people in the sector, including her own Deputy Minister, former broadcaster Willie Jackson. I'm on record of saying, hang on, how come Pākehā got all the uh, news bulletins and Māori always have to rationalise that? I stand by that, you know? But after the last election, Willie Jackson took over as Māori Development Minister and started the whole process over again by appointing an expert panel to rethink it all. And on TVNZ's Marae show last weekend, the host Mariana Kamo put Willie Jackson on the spot about that. The Māori media sector review shift, uh, shift review rather is being timed to release with the budget. Can you tell us anything about that? Um, it's been a lot of work. It's been a lot of work, and I've worked in tandem with uh, public media with Chris Varfoy. Um, I um, I'm really happy with what our team has uh, done, and I think our people will be happy. Anything I can't you can say too it? much about the budget. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, well, in the budget this week, there was a boost for Māori Media, $32 million to Tamangai Paho, the Māori Broadcasting Funding Agency, and $8 million to Whakaata Māori, Māori Television, over the next two years. Now, this was mostly for new content reflecting Māori language, culture, stories and perspectives, but also iwi media collaboration and news and current affairs and the development of a workforce strategy. The Minister, Willie Jackson, told the New Zealand Herald that there will be more details on how this will be spent next week, and he praised the experts he'd appointed to the Māori Media Advisory Group for getting the funding boost across the line. But so far, all this sounds pretty similar to what was in Budget 2021, which allocated $42 million over the next four years for the same sort of things. Now, back then, the Advisory Group Chair, Dr Ella Henry, talked about all that on Radio Wātea, and she was asked this question. When will your report be handed to the Minister? Uh, We are due to do so in June, so the clock is ticking. Um, You know, I shall be thumping away on my laptop tonight. Um, But uh, we're excited to be part of what we see as, as a new direction for the future. But almost one year on from that, there's still no sign of that report on Tipuni Kokori's website for the Māori Media Sector Shift Review, almost four years after the review was first launched. This week, Media Watch asked Dr Henry, who's also an Associate Professor at AUT's Business School, will the funding boost this year and last year solve the problems in the Māori media sector and what's happening with that strategic review of Māori media? Kia ora, Ella. Welcome to Media Watch. I will always applaud additional funding towards anything in Māori media and I am sure you're aware a number of Māori production community representatives were saddened that Māori organisations and TMP did not get equal support out of the COVID funding during the worst of the lockdown period. So I do hope and I genuinely believe that this additional funding will go some way to rebuilding capacity that has been damaged by the last few years of the virus. The announcement does feel like deja vu in a way. Last year we had 40 million for the Māori media sector over four years. This year it's 40 million over two years. Last year, I think that you told uh, Watia News, uh, Radio Watia, that you were tapping away on the Māori media sector review, which you were carrying out there. Do you know what 
has happened to it? We had a limited term tenure, which which came to an end in June of last year, officially. Um, we were all invited to continue our involvement. Unfortunately, I had to uh, abide by the original contract because I was so busy. So I actually um, retired from the advisory board for the minister at the end of July last year. I know that they continue to meet for many more months after that. I have not seen a report as an outcome, although the original report that we put in before the budget last year was successful, I believe, because we had argued for the additional funding. Much of the policy development is contingent upon what's going on in the wider media community, uh, combining um, Radio New Zealand and Television New Zealand. That's going to have implications for Māori media and Māori broadcasting. I can see why the report may have been delayed by bigger decisions that were going on in other parts of the media. I guess I, the, the thing that I'm a little bit confused about is, is how this $40 million of extra funding, and yes, last year's other funding announcement as well, is going to interplay with the reorganisation of the sector. Is it going to be spent differently, or are we actually just going to see a continuation of the same funding bodies and the same organisations Optimistic that parts of that funding will go into some of the newer and more innovative broadcasting and media strategies that are open to Māori storytellers in the area of gaming, in the area of digital, um, VR, you know, utilisation of platforms like Twitter and Facebook and TikTok to tell stories in different ways ways, all of which is being done in a very small way now, but with additional financial support could provide really useful entryways for Māori into broadcasting and media. The press release on this funding announcement, they say it's a lot of it's going to be going to this sort of new media. Details of how this $40 million are going to be spent are being announced next week, apparently. What do you want to see in that announcement? Well, my, my ideal scenario would be that there are equal portions of that funding allocated to the big ticket items, like getting more large-scale Māori film and television productions funded suitably. So that's a, a high priority on my wish list. The other is that uh, uh, more is put into training and professional development and training and support for Māori practitioners. And that third uh, wish list on, on you know, my, my hopes is more opportunities to fund the kind of creative storytelling in new completely new platforms and I say this as somebody who I know it gets bagged a lot but I think that TikTok in particular but Facebook also are really interesting places for people to experiment and play around and be innovative so Māori are already present on these platforms doing fabulous things so if they could also get a little bit more funding what Tahiku are doing amazingly with their app around language acquisition and news dissemination those are the kinds of new platforms that i think also could do with a real financial boost what about iwi radio this is a uniquely maori uh platform in uh, filling this role that no other outlet's really filling and they're running on the smell of an oily rag and have been for ages. As I said, I mean, I, I think what Koo Media in the North are doing is absolutely fabulous. Their app that they've created, the, the platform that they've created for uniting Ewe Radio is, is really 
innovative and far-reaching, and they've done it with very, very minimal resources. So to be able to extend on that work is, is amazing. But you look around the country at the different iwi channels, and more importantly, the urban Maori ones in Auckland and Wellington and Christchurch, because they have a wide catchment as well, and they could all desperately do with better funding for a more cohesive approach to news delivery and dissemination, to improving the infrastructure and hardware that they're working with, to upskill and train further, you know, the next generation of iwi radio journalists. So the needs are many, but I have to tip my hat to what iwi are managing to achieve with what minimal resources they have been able to uh, make use of in the past. And I'd like to think that a chunk of, of improved funding is going towards them as we move forward. Yeah, that's the big problem, the big issue with Māori media, right? And it's been the constant complaint uh, that there's not enough putia money funding. We've now had 80 million extra in the last two budgets. Is that enough? It's, it's pointing in the right direction. And I want to make sure that that is distributed equitably and fairly, that the, that the administration systems for application and for delivery of the those resources is done in a robust and rigorous way and a fair, open and equitable way because it is a very useful contribution an extra 80 million. Is it parity? Well, no, not if we look at the last 50 or 60 years of broadcasting and the way it's been funded, but is it contributing? Yes. So I would prefer to focus on the positive because there are so many more reasons to be negative at the moment. I prefer to focus on the fact that this Putera $40 million has the capacity to make a meaningful contribution as we move forward because I know the caliber of Maori who are working in these organizations. They're extraordinarily skilled. They're committed and passionate about the kaupapa. They want to see the next generation thrive. And so whilst we've got this wonderful storehouse of Maori talent, we just need the resources to keep their initiatives flowing. That was Dr Ella Henry, former chair of the Māori Media Advisory Group, talking there to Media Watch's Hayden Donnell about the budget boost for Māori Media and the long-awaited Māori Media Sector Shift Review.